Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. It's your daily dose of Donna, and right now it is Thursday, March 16th. You guys, we have a Vanderpump-filled episode. Filled because it's it's the gift that keeps on giving. I can't move on from this, and I don't think you guys can either. I can talk about Gwyneth Paltrow. I can talk about Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan. I can talk about Cole Sprouse. I can talk about Seth Rogen, and you guys like it. But you really want the Vanderpump stuff. And guess what? So do I. And I always think, create what you want to consume. And I want to consume anything and everything Vanderpump. And so I'm going to bring some Vanderpump updates to you guys. If you have not ever t- tuned into this podcast, my name is Donna Bowling. I am a personal branding strategist and video coach, also a podcaster. I am a former casting director. My husband's a reality TV cast- a casting director, a camera operator here in Los Angeles. And I'm obsessed with reality TV. So this Vanderpump rules drama that has been almost t- tomorrow will be two weeks that we heard the news of the scandal has just consumed the shit out of me and probably you guys too. But every single day there's something new that comes out. And every single day there's a new, you know, whether it's a new podcast that comes out with some dirt or some gossip on TikTok or watch what happens live. And in this case, last night on the 15th Wednesday, we got a new episode and holy nighties. I should just say, holy shit. Holy moly. This was an episode. Now, number one, I'm going to say one thing before the episode aired, before the Vanderpump episode aired, Andy Cohen went on his radio show on Sirius radio set and said, you will not believe when you watch this show that it wasn't re-edited or recut after the scandal broke. You will be so shocked when you watch it because it is not to be believed the conversations between Raquel and Lala. So I took that at face value. However, last night's episode was an hour and 15 minutes. It was solidly longer than a normal episode. So here's what I think they actually did. And I could be wrong. I think that the general episode was going to go the way it was, but I think they definitely pumped up. Vander pumped up some of the inside stuff, like some of the conversations between Lala and Raquel in the hotel, um, maybe in the car ride. Like it was a journey. This episode was a full journey. And I'm going to say something that is probably quite controversial. Okay. Because I have been very much team Lala and, you know, everyone other than team Raquel Rachel in this case. But watching last night's episode really threw me, and I'll tell you why. Had yesterday's episode aired prior to Scandival, meaning no one knew what actually went down with Aria, with Tom Sandoval and Raquel Rachel, I think the world would have been Team Rachel, Raquel. I think that this episode was such a bad look individually for Lala and Katie and Christina Kelly, the third girl, and people would have really sided with Raquel Rachel. So essentially what happened in this episode, we pick up when Raquel Rachel and Lala and the rest of the girls are in Vegas. They they go back to the hotel room. Raquel Rachel is hammered beyond belief. 
and she's microwaving food and like falling all over the kitchen. And we've all been there. I mean, I've definitely been there and I don't think it's a big deal, but she was so judged for being just like this drunk girl. And this I didn't like, because here you are, you're in Vegas, you're on a girl's trip. And just because, you know, a couple of them are sober and maybe a lot older, they were really like, I've been there. I'm sure a lot of us have been there where you feel like, you know, you're being ganged up on. And look, the comments back and forth were bad, right? If Lala's going to straight up tell a drunk girl that I would never want you around my man, it's going to hurt her feelings. And so she has two choices. Her response is either to retreat and kind of like cry or run away or to say something back. And I actually think she said something back to try to hurt Lala back because Lala said, you know, I would never want you around my man. And Raquel Rachel responded and said, well, it's a good thing you don't have a man to be with. Now, she couldn't have gotten out of this in any way positively. This conversation was always going to go bad. Lala is on her shit. She knows what she's talking about. She's sober. You cannot have a sober and a drunk person argue and have it be on even playing field. Like we all know the sober person is more of a, you know, her mind is going to be better. She's very witty and she's very smart. And she's intimidating. If I ever got in a fight with Lala, I would literally just cower in the corner. Lala scares the living shit out of me. I want to be on Lala's side. If Lala and I are not on the same side, I don't want to be there, right? I want to run away. Lala is like, you know, she's scary in all the positive ways, but scary as fuck. So, you know, Raquel actually stands up for herself, but it just fuels the fire. And it was kind of heartbreaking actually, because there she was, you know, kind of listening in outside of the hotel room. She hears these three girls just talk massive, massive shit about her. And that's got to hurt. It can't feel good to anyone. She went to bed crying. Okay. Wakes up the next day, feels like shit. We've all been there. She's hungover. Everyone else is like totally not hungover. I don't know if they just like go to Vegas and don't drink. And I know some of them are sober, but like, it was kind of weird. I've never been in Vegas at 2 a.m. Like, of sound mind, like all of them. But, um, but they go to, you know, they have this conversation. Raquel really, Raquel Rachel really starts off on the right foot. She's like, I'm sorry. And she apologized. And I think that that was a good move. And then the next step was that they were in the car driving over to Lake Havasu and Raquel Rachel full on had a moment in this car that made me think this would be the moment where she would become the audience favorite right here in this car. Because she started to cry. She had a panic attack. She was, you know, admitting that she doesn't know who she is single. She doesn't know who she is without these men, without James, her ex. And and it was actually a moment where I felt like this is so relatable. Like we've all been in our 20s and hungover and tired and just like confused. Did I act a fool last night? And cameras were there and you start to question everything. I mean, I never wondered about you know, reality cameras, you start to question everything. I actually really felt for her. And the girls turned into like kind, sweet girls to her in that moment. I thought to myself, wow, things have really turned around. Cut to back in Havasu, they go out to dinner. Now all of a sudden a new girl, Charlie is there. And Charlie is definitely more on the Raquel Rachel side. And the conversation comes back up at dinner. And I don't know who told them to rehash this, but like at this point I was done talking about this. Like we'd already talked about it. Now we're going back into this idea about like hooking up with your man last night in Vegas and da, 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 da. the conversation was pretty intense. It was, it was crazy. Um, but here's the thing, like I said, team Lala all the way, but last night's episode made her look pretty bad. And 
it just goes to show, you know, just because you're in a good place now and just because you're in a good place, you know, currently because you used to be an alcoholic and you used to make bad decisions, I still believe you can't, it can't be erased. You can be sorry and you can be changed. And I think everyone would know that. It's very hard, for example, if I used to be a fraudulent person and I used to like commit credit card fraud, okay? And then seven years later, I'm yelling at someone for committing credit card fraud, but not saying like, you're right, I was that. I did it. And no, like she's not taking accountability for her being what she thinks she's calling Raquel out for. And that is the biggest problem. So it feels very hypocritical. It feels very pot calling the kettle black. It's not a good look. And let me just tell you, the next morning when Raquel Rachel decides that she's going to leave with Charlie and they go outside and they talk to these three girls who, by the way, have you ever seen a more boring group of girls? And I say that, like, I actually really, really love Lala. But, like, Katie is not, does not come off as, like, a very enjoyable person to hang out with, in my opinion. And Christina Kelly, absolutely not for me. She's not my person. Like, I I like to laugh. And Lala, it's just the three of them just felt so, like, mean stepsisters in that moment. And so – when Raquel Rachel is saying like, I'm not welcome here. I'm going to go. And then they just kind of gave her this like mean look. There was no, no, don't leave or I'm so sorry or whatever. It was just cold. It was mean. And the three of them sitting there like just it, it bad. It, it made me feel for Raquel Rachel in that moment. Now, of course, we all know about Scandival. So it's really hard to look back and feel for someone who you know ends up actually, you know, doing something really bad. But in that moment, I felt it. Yes, Steph is watching on TikTok. She agrees. Total mean girls. It did not feel good to watch. It felt very like they weren't giving her a shot or a chance. And like they were attacking her over making out with some random waiter at a bar. Like it was really strange. It was almost like producers were like, give her hell. Of course she left. Who would want to be in that boring ass house with those boring ass girls? Sorry. I do not want to be on a girl's trip with Katie and Lala and Christina Kelly, right? And so definitely team Ariana. This has nothing to do with team Ariana, with Ariana. We are a hundred percent team Ariana here. I'm just talking about last night's episode. So Raquel, Rachel leave. Lala continues to take Katie and Christina Kelly to a, a, pool, a boat and have the most boring lake party I've ever seen in my life. Like, they literally came, they three, half their party left. It was just three girls. I mean, I'm sure the guys next to them were like, these girls suck. Sorry. You know, it just didn't seem like a fun Lake Havasu vibe. So then anyway, they, uh, Raquel goes home and, you know, she ends up seeing Sandoval and Schwartz that night. And apparently that's the night that the hookup really first takes place, according to a couple other things. Now I have heard all of the stuff from Vanderpump gossip. Like I have listened to all the podcasts. Chris and Doty, I always want to say Doty. Chris and Doty was on Nick Vile's podcast of Bachelor Fame, Vile Files, and that was really good. He was on, uh, she, she can open up about anything because she has nothing to lose. She's not on the show and she can open up about anything. So she shared a few different things. She shared that she heard that Tom Sandoval 
two days after Scandaval broke, went and performed. We all saw that and then hooked up with a chick later that night. That's crazy. We've heard um, – hold on one second. I'm reading a, a comment. I love Katie manifested by saying on her podcast that Raquel tends to really like her friends, men. Yeah, I mean – this is clearly an issue for Raquel. I mean, there's clearly something going on there. And I think Raquel is incredibly, um, you know, I think she she struggles. I think she does struggle. I mean, there's no question there. I think you don't act that way unless you're like going through something or having some like internal issues. But Kristen Doty, another thing that she said was that um, Tom Sandoval is being a total and complete asshole in this breakup. Like, you would think, like, if my husband did something so bad to me and broke my heart publicly and the whole world knew and the whole world was against them, you would think that he would attempt to at least play nice afterwards, right? Like, oh, F, I realize I fucked up. Um, let me try to make it up and be – like, what do you need to heal and, like, I'm going to get out of here. Apparently he's coming in and out of the house, like no question. He's not asking, you know, for, um, he's not giving a heads up to Ariana. He doesn't really care. And essentially the conversation supposedly that he had with Ariana, the first conversation after the breakup is that he is, that he was, um, let me think that he was gaslighting her into believing that it was almost her fault. Well, you haven't been this. Well, our relationship hasn't been great. Well, you've struggled with mental health issues, et cetera, et cetera. My husband is a really good guy and would never do that. You're right, Freddie. Well, I mean, I don't know if anyone knows what their husbands are fully doing, but I'm assuming he's not. Okay, let's read this. Do you think Sheena hit Raquel? Did Schwartz know and cover for Sandy? Great question. I love that. Okay, well, I can only go with what I have heard. And there's been two podcasts now that I've heard that have covered this. Jamie Allover, I think it's All Over Jamie or Jamie Allover, is one of Sheena's best friends. And she had a very popular podcast episode released yesterday or two days ago with one of Sheena's other friends. And they were all very close with Raquel Rachel too. And so they shared about this. Um, they do not believe that Sheena hit Raquel, Rachel, they believe that Sheena's nails, like I'm holding up my hand, but I'm missing a nail. So I look real good. But Sheena's nails are talons. They're really long and she can't even fist. She can't even put her arms in a fist to hit her. Now, that being said, um, Kristen Doty did say like, look, it's Sheena. And I'm sure she was pissed. So she probably did, you know, physically push her. But Raquel, Rachel should not have taken that opportunity for a restraining order. That was like, that was reaching, given the situation. Did Schwartz know and cover for Sandy? Well, so here's the, what's interesting is that apparently he found out about a month ago. Apparently Sandoval's mom also knew about a month ago. It wasn't like a well-known thing for months and months. Schwartz apparently over the summer during the episodes where he's like making out with Raquel Rachel, which are going to be, I think, in the next couple of episodes, he didn't know. And the reason why he didn't know is because he is so like blindly like, oh, I'm just going to try to hook up with her. Sandoval told Schwartz to hook up with Raquel Rachel. And then what ends up happening is like later on, Dodie, Chris and Dodie said that there's this other girl in the picture, Joe, and she's a hairstylist and she sometimes lives with Tom Schwartz and I guess she, they're dating on and off, right? And so over the summer last year, Schwartz and Sandy – and this girl, Joe, and Raquel kept hanging out. 
And everyone just thought it was because Raquel and Schwartz were hooking up and, you know, they became friends with Joe or whatever. No. Like now you look back and it's a full-on double date. My question with Ariana is like, what what were you doing when you knew Tom was hanging out with Raquel so much? Because like, I don't know about you, but like if I all of a sudden hung out with, you know, a group of guys all the time, I feel like my husband would question that. He'd be like, maybe you should stay home tonight, right? Um, okay, I always felt Tom was self-absorbed and made the spotlight all on him from the cocktail book to the bars. He made his career bigger than Ariana's projects or dreams. Thank you so much, Zuri. Full on narcissist. We know this. Tom has always been obsessed with himself with a weird, you know, um, attention-seeking behavior with the outfits in this. I mean, the first episode, the pilot episode of Vanderpump, he's flat ironing his hair and like shaving his forehead. He's very self-absorbed. And what's crazy about it is that, you know, I don't even know if in this moment he feels like he did anything that bad. Because the way that a lot of narcissists work from like just research that I know is they can't, they lack empathy and they lack the ability to like see what they've done wrong in the situation. They just make the other people believe that it's their fault for the way that they've been acting. And there's a lot of people that have narcissistic tendencies. I think he, it sounds to me like he is one, right? Where he right now probably is still thinking, well, Ariana did A, B, and C. Well, I wasn't given A, B, and C, you know? And look, if Schwartz did know a month ago, I don't personally believe that it's really tough. I don't really believe, hey, Tia, I don't really believe that Schwartz needed to, what are you guys going to say about this? Okay. What would you do if you found out that your best friend was doing something wrong? If I found out that my best friend was doing something wrong, it's happened in the past, right? I would talk to them about how I didn't think it was right. Would I blow their cover and totally ruin their life for them? Probably not. I wouldn't. But I would try to force them to. And apparently that's what Schwartz was doing, was trying to say, like, just, like, say it already. Like, stop, you know, say stop saying it. Okay, she, she's saying, I talked to my friend, yes. When you're a celebrity, it's going to be found out and you need to get ahead of the curve. Well, that's what I would do too. I would talk to my friend. And apparently this was the goal is that soon Tom Sandoval was planning on breaking up with Ariana and like off camera and then being with Raquel. The problem is they got found out before that. Um, Zuri says, I think Schwartz is smarter than people give him credit for. He's the Kieser Sos of Vanderpump. Oh my gosh. Uh, and then I got a comment that says, oh my God, you're so pretty. Could you please marry my son to get him out of my house? <laughs> no, I have two of my own sons. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so good. The comment says Raquel is single now. Well, we don't know. She may not be. She may be with Tom Sandoval still. We don't know. So this episode that I listened to of Sheena and Raquel's old friends, like it's pretty crazy. There's like a lot of stuff in there that you, you have to listen to it. There's like some shade being thrown at Raquel Rachel, like just about who she is and, you know, where she's kind of, that she's a lot smarter than we think. And that's really what it says. Raquel said she feels for Tom getting the ring in the media, but she's taking a mental break from dating. I think it's easy to say that. I think when you have feelings for someone, you stick together. And also, I mean, I hate to say, I hate to say it, but like they're both in the ring together and they're both 
getting killed in the media together. And, you know, sometimes in those situations, you kind of need your people. And I don't think they have that many people to rely on right now. I really don't. I think that they're probably kind of like loan sharks. Like no one really wants to show up for Raquel right now. I don't see anyone being like, I'm team Raquel. No, like a hundred percent. Raquel effed up. Like no one, no one questions this. I think the world is on team Ariana here. Um, I'm just saying last night's episode specifically just threw me for a loop because I was so incredibly, you know, I'll tell you in just one second. I was so incredibly uh, on team. I mean, I've always been team Ariana, but I've always been so incredibly anti team Raquel Rachel. But last night's episode threw me. And it made me like her a little bit. And that bothers me because had we not watched that, we would like her, I think. I really do. Um, The podcast I listen to, there's two podcasts that I listen to that are really good. One of them is by, it's called Jamie All Over. I think it's like number one on the podcast charts today because of yesterday's episode. And it's called Team Sheena. Jamie all over. And then the other podcast is Vile Files, which is Nick Vile from Bachelor. And it was released, I think, today or yesterday. It was Kristen Doty. And then I know Lala was back on Juicy Scoop yesterday. So I'll listen to that. But I mean, look, if Lala's on the episode, she's obviously, I think, I wonder if she can watch that episode back from yesterday and be like, ooh, it wasn't so good. Um, Raquel is so shady. She must not, she must be regretting everything. Raquel messed up big time. Let's not forget the fact that Sandy was the one that who committed adultery. Yes. Sandy really did. Um, and it shouldn't just be on the girl. The difference here is that she was friends with Ariana. So if, if this was like random chick and he had an affair, I can't blame her as much only because if she is not in contact with Ariana, she's not going to know the true story. And Tom Sandy could be like spinning everything, right? Like Sandoval could have told a random girl, my relationship is just for the show. We don't really love each other. She's dating someone else and I'm dating, you know, whatever. And then a girl could believe it. But she, but because she was close with Ariana and like really friendly with her and talked to her all the time, there's no excuse. Like she actually truly knows that they're together and happy or quote unquote happy. And who knows really how happy they were, but I still don't think it's an excuse. Okay. Ziri says, I remember when Katie and crew couldn't stand Lala either. They made, they play musical chairs with the friendships. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The first couple of seasons, Lala was horrendous, you guys. Horrendous. And she says, I was drinking. Well, look at Raquel now. Raquel's drinking. People make mistakes in their early twenties. Just saying. Um, Raquel is friends with all her boyfriend's exes. Oh my, revolving door of exes. Okay, this is so good. You guys, this is my longest episode yet of Daily Dose of Donna, but this is what the people want more Vanderpump stuff. Like that's it. We just want more Vanderpump. So are you team, obviously you're team Ariana, but are you from last night's episode team Raquel or team Lala? Or can you just never be team Raquel because of, is it possible to be not on team Lala or on team Raquel? right? I feel like last night's episode threw me. It, do, it makes me wonder who to believe. It makes me question everything. Yeah. And the final thing is I just don't understand what Ariana was doing with him. She often seems so annoyed that the majority of their show was that, but like, here's the thing in a 10 year relationship. Like if I had cameras in my marriage, they probably would pull out all the times that I was like losing my mind on my husband. Right. Right. 
Um, the drama is the drama. I think Ariana gave Tom a lot of freedom to be who he was without giving him a hard time because I think most women would be like, you're so lame. Like, seriously, you're so lame. And I, I think that, like, Ariana allowed him to just be who he was. Um, Ariana hooked up with Tom before he left Dodie too. Yes, but it was just supposedly, like, Kristen Dodie admits that she had a really effed up relationship with Sandoval when they were together. She was cheating on him with, with Jax. Like, she was sleeping with other people. So it wasn't a healthy relationship. So they, she doesn't look at it as the same. Um, or is it bad because it's Sandy? Is it so bad? Oh, because yes. I mean, I think it's so bad because it's Sandy. Yes. Um, Lala needs to tone her mouth down. I kind of agree. I want Lala to like stop talking before it gets worse. Um, I don't know what you mean about Raquel. I didn't think she was at all likable in last night's episode. I don't know if likable is the right word, but the vulnerability in that car scene made me second guess because if you're going to be so vulnerable on camera to cry and say, like, I don't know who I am and I'm really struggling and, like, having an anxiety attack, like, we've all been in our 20s. I don't know. When I was in my early 20s, like, I was a mess. And I would hate that people would, you know, hold that against me for the rest of my life. I'm not saying her actions with Scandival are not are to be excused. I'm just saying, like, what she had done in Lala's eyes in that episode was not, like, the punishment didn't match the crime in my opinion, getting like yelled at and like treated like shit didn't make sense to me. Um, oh my gosh, you guys, I love it. The comments on TikTok are banging. Um, they were together for 10 years. Okay. I can't believe I ever found Sandy hot. I need to reevaluate everything. Okay. You have to tell me your name because your username is, has like, I don't want to say that out loud, but I don't know how to call you. Okay. She says, I can't believe I ever found Sandy hot. I need to re honestly, I kind of did too. There was a couple seasons where I was like into him. So I'm with you, but I'm super into season two Jax. Season two Jax is toxic and hot. Um, maybe it's time for Raquel to move to the East Coast and work her way through the summer house, guys. She'll get there at some point. I think Sandy's so vile. I don't know what women see in him, but she probably said that because she was involved. Maybe she felt so bad. Hey, Emily. Okay. You guys, great, great conversation. I will be back tomorrow. I have my five days a week, daily dose of Donna is the name of the podcast. You can find this on all of your podcast apps. If you're listening to, on the podcast, here's what I want you to do. Thanks for the follow, Emily. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to go on Apple Podcasts right now and give me a five-star review. Because if you do that, since some people on Reddit decided to give me some one stars, I'm trying to go up to five stars again, or at least like 4.7. Like give me something, love. Thank you guys so much. Such a fun episode. I will always, you know, indulge in Vanderpump drama for you guys and for me, let's be honest. Um, thanks so much. And I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Thanks. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.